Welcome to Global Truth Center. going to talk about, now you can go there, Thor, the money box. Because today, as, Con as Connie helped us lead into, is about your relationship to prosperity. How is everybody, how many would like a better relationship to prosperity? Raise your hand. How many people feel you're right where you need to be in your relationship to prosperity? You're wrong. So, <laughs> because you can always have more. You can always, yes? I guarantee you, the richest people in this room, like Erin, the richest woman in this room, Erin, who raised her hand, <laughs> knows that there is still more for her to have, yes? To experience. Which doesn't mean that you're not in perfect relationship to prosperity, but there is more of that relationship to expand on, yes? yes. Everyone in this room can walk away from today's talk, all of these talks, and actually have a better handle on how to bring more into their lives. Is that good? How do we do that? Well, let me tell you. So, relationship. Our relationship to money. So what is your relationship to prosperity? The title of my talk, The Money Box, because it's about, you gotta think outside the box. That's why I loved this song when Scott and I wrote it. Our job is not to do things the way they're normally done, but to find out if the way things are normally done works for us. Just because it's normally done that way does not mean it's gonna work for you guys, right? I mean, look where you're sitting on a Sunday morning. You're not at the Catholic Church. Well, Janet is. You're not, at, you're not at some other philosophy that may not teach this. You're not somewhere where they still believe God is in the sky, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it is a, a genesis, a progression from understanding what God is to understanding, as Jesus taught, it is all of us. I and the Father are one. Great things will you do. It's done unto you as you believe. All the great things that Jesus is credited for having said, whether he did or not, those thoughts alone bring us to where we are. We do think outside the box here. But the irony is, new thought, I said this just recently, new thought is actually just as bad as old thought. New thought is still stuck in 1920s, most of it. They're still stuck back in the day when the transcendentalists came along and said, there's got to be more than this. Oh, it's this. And now they stayed there. Now it's this. But it's 100 years later, folks. So we have to be willing to think outside the box with everything, and especially when it comes to prosperity. The key to prosperity is your relationship to it. That's the key. You know, you, think, you may think that there's something else that's going to cause your prosperity to expand. It is not. The only thing that's going to change your prosperity is your relationship to it. Because let's face it, you are prosperity. Prosperity is an energy. Money is an energy, the energy of money. That which is so effusive in life is nothing more than energy, and your relationship to that energy dulls out how much of it you get to have and how much of it you get to experience, and how much of it you get to spend, and how much of it you get to allow into your life. So what is your relationship to prosperity? And every time you hear yourself, it's so funny when Connie um, said about a budget, you know, my, my, my hairs go up a little bit when people talk about budgets. I believe in budgets, I think they're very smart, but here's the problem with a budget. 
This is the problem side of budgets. When you create a budget, you live at the budget's level. So budgets are not for you to see how little you have and how can you make that work for you in your life. That's not what a budget is. When we do the budget here, I expect our budget to go much further than the budget we create here. It's about being responsible with money, but always being open at the top, open in mind to allow that there will always be more than I could ever possibly imagine. If my relationship to money, my relationship to prosperity is clear. So be careful with your budgets. I love that very many, many people when they reach retirement age have said to me over the years of my ministry, you know, I, you know, I, I live on a, um, a fixed income. And I love this because Dr. I know Joe Jordan has said that a thousand times. And ever since you came to this center and you kept saying, I'm living on a fixed income, hasn't your income just increased when you stopped saying that? Yeah, suddenly she's starring in movies and doing commercials and I'm like, how's that fixed income doing? So you can't live on a fixed income. There's no such thing as a fixed income except for you. Because who fixed it? You did. And you can blame everybody else for fixing your income, but they didn't fix your income. You agreed to it. You said, here's my fixed income. This is what I live on. This is what I have to spend this month. Now, I am not advocating you going and just blowing everything you have because you trust it's all going to come in unless you feel that 100% in your bones. Know who you are, know where you are, and continue to push the boundaries. Continue to think outside the box. Bob Proctor said this, see yourself living in abundance and you will attract it. See yourself living in abundance and you will attract it. So my question to you and to Bob Proctor is, is it really that easy? Who said yes? You're wrong. And you're right. So, see yourself living in abundance and you will attract it. Is it that easy? No, it is not that easy. I can visualize myself living in abundance. I do it all the time. I have some of the most amazing houses in the world that I live in, in my head, right? <laughs> How many of you have, have these amazing incomes and travel, go wherever you want, in your head, right? So, I can see it all I want, but seeing it is not believing it. And believing it is seeing it. So the question is, you can see it in your head and then become it, but do you really believe it? Because at the end of the day, it's going to be about what you believe. It's going to be about your AEP, your already established premise of life. And if your premise of life is, I have to live on a fixed, I don't mean to point to you on this, I have to live at a fixed income, or I have to live according to my meager little budget, or I'm a certain age, so there's not a lot coming in anymore, I don't have the capacity... That is just not true, but it's true for you. If you're going to let it be true for you, it's all about your beliefs, period. It is your relationship to prosperity that decides how much prosperity is going to show up for you. So now I'm going to make Eric Bork's day and quote Abraham Hicks. <laughs> and I'm actually even going to agree with them as I did not totally agree with Bob Proctor. So... Abraham Hicks, and the other thing about Bob Proctor, before I get to Abraham Hicks, <laughs> and a lot of these new thought, um, the secret people, you know, the reason why the secret never really caught on is because too many people tried it and it didn't work. And you know what? So many people don't, don't, 
they try religious science, they try spiritual paths that are, are new thought in nature, and they leave, you know, they try it, and they get a couple parking spaces that they demonstrate, and then nothing else happens. <laughs> and then they're just like, well, that's it. I, I can't, you know, I'm just moving on. Thanks, honey. I'm moving on to something else. Well, it's because we don't teach it properly. It is not about think it, create it. It's about what do you believe. Your beliefs are creating your experience. So is it enough to just visualize what I want to attract and it shows up? No, no, no. You must visualize that which you believe. And if you're visualizing things and they don't show up, back it up to the beliefs. You'll find out why they're not demonstrating. Abraham Hicks says this, as you begin to feel freer regarding the expenditure of time and money, doors will open. People will come to assess you. Refreshing and productive ideas will occur to you and circumstances and events will unfold. As you change the way you feel, you access the energy that creates worlds. As you change the way you feel, you access the energy that creates words, worlds. The operative word there is feel. So my question to you this morning is, how do you feel when it comes to money? How do you, someone say scared? Okay. How do you feel when it comes to money? Because that's what you're telling money it should show up as in your life. Your feelings are the mirror to your belief. We say that feelings demonstrates. Ernest Holmes says that it's feelings that demonstrate. And those of you that will be in class today from one to three, that's a free class to all the new members and to anyone who has never been to one of these. Um, and certainly to all my students that are going to be taking tests in the next few months, I'm teaching an entire Troward class in this next two hours. So anyway, back to feeling. If you, Ernest Holmes says, what you feel demonstrates. Thomas Troward says, what you believe demonstrates. They're both the same. Because when I believe what I believe, it causes me to think the way I think. If I'm a, like Manny said, she's afraid, she has fear around money. So I think about money from a fearful state of consciousness. If my belief is money's scary, I think from a scary consciousness of money. So my thoughts are about scary things with money. The more I fill my mind with those scary thoughts about money, I feel frightened when it comes to money. And it's the feeling that is creating your experience, your relationship to that thing. So it is up to you to really decide how are you in relationship to money. And we have to get out of the box we have created around money. You have created a box around money, around prosperity, and these are your beliefs about it. And it has boxed you in. It has caused you to only live at a certain level. You lose a job and you think life is done because you don't remember who you are. You think you're losing money. You're looking at a list. You're looking at your budget. You're saying, oh, I used, I'm usually worth this much. I'm not doing this. Uh, it's all a game, folks. It's your mind playing the game. A steadfast mind, one that knows who he or she is, that stays clear on their relationship to money, to prosperity, can't be affected by a job that's lost. It's probably meant to be lost. Can't be affected by anything going on in the economy because that is not your good. That is not where your prosperity comes from. Your prosperity comes from your mind. Your relationship to prosperity will mirror the way it shows up in your life, which also means if you really want to know what your beliefs are around money, take a look at your world when it comes to money. So we've got to throw away this money box. We have to start thinking outside the box when it comes to money. We have to start thinking outside the box when it comes to anything. 
Start exploring the world of money. Start exploring the world of prosperity. Start exploring the world of affluence. Start exploring the world of giving and receiving. Do you know how many people say, I really wish I had money to, to, to give. I wish I had money to contribute. I wish I had money to help other people. Well, John just told you the story. That Indian, the guy in India did not have money. John said he was very poor, but he still gave it to someone to, to go to the Taj Mahal. Yes, he said it was a loan, but you know what? In the sense that life is always a giving and a receiving, we are always on loaning. We're always loaning out and being paid back because it's always constantly moving, fluidly. So start experimenting with giving to someone that needs it, helping someone out even if you think you can't. And then start experimenting with receiving. So many of you are not open to receiving what's right in front of you. Receive. If someone wants to pick up dinner, don't spend five minutes fighting over it. Just say thanks. It's what I do. <laughs> I haven't paid for dinner in years. No. <laughs> no, but it's important to just take, when the universe gives you something, receive it. Because you know what you're doing when you don't? If you don't, if you're not willing to receive, you are also not willing to give. Somewhere along the line, you're blocked when it comes to this. So start exploring those things. Change it up. Henry David Thoreau said, wealth is the ability to fully experience life. That's what prosperity is. Your ability to fully experience life, all of it. If you want to go to the Taj Mahal, you should be able to afford it. If you want to go on a world cruise and, and take six months off, you should be able to afford it. It should never be money that stops you from doing what you want to do. And if that is what's stopping you from doing what you want to do, then you just have to get clear on money. You have to get clear on your relationship to prosperity. And that really means, at the end of the day, to remember who you are. It's always going to back up to that. So I'm going to close this out. Whew, was I talking fast? Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to close this out with a quote from Steve Jobs. And this is in honor of all of you new members. And everyone else sitting here today, and certainly everyone online, but especially the new members today. Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers. He's really talking to me. The round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. Absolutely, the only thing you can't do is ignore them, Maria because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones who do. And in the end, that means you. You are the crazy ones. Crazy meaning crazily, amazingly fun, passionate, and awesome. You are the ones. If you can change your mind, you can change the world. And you can change your mind. I'm not about changing the world. I'm about changing my mind and any of the minds that want to come around me and be a part of this wonderful teaching.
So you have the capacity, as Steve Jobs says, to change the world. Don't pay attention to the naysayers. Don't pay attention to the people that want to put you on a pedestal. I'm not on anyone's pedestal. I like to be on the gr ground. Because you know what happens when you're on a pedestal? It's pretty easy to knock you off. <laughs> I'm not willing to be knocked off a pedestal. I'm happy to be on the ground and be concretized into the roots of what I know, that who I am is God and who you are is God. And anything you want to create in your life is possible. Why? Because of the relationship you have to the truth of who you are. When that relationship is solid, when you know who you are and you relate to the rest of the world from it, everything is possible. Prosperity is a given. Namaste. Hi, this is Dr. James Mellon, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast of my Sunday message and ask you for your support. Your tax-deductible donation to Global Truth Center ensures that we can continue to provide you with this form of inspiration each week. To make a contribution now, please visit our website at globaltruthcenter.org. Again, thanks for listening. Namaste.